0: Back in the day, when I started into that whole arena of archery, it was very clicky. There was just like there was that group of guys, you know, and they were over the corner and they were really good at it. Being a total novice, I didn't know where to go and how to do it. Well, that guy's on staff and this one is, and, and you'd go and approach them. they were very standoffish. This is our little thing, you know. And I, then I got some opportunities to be shooting through the local archery store, a compound doctor, and and I got to represent different companies. And one of the things that I had told myself is that I want to be approachable. I want to pass on this fun, this absolute blissful endeavor onto anyone who has any interest in it at all and uh, that's a premise that has stuck you know with me to present day. I don't want to hinder anybody. I want everybody to be out there and enjoying what I enjoy. you know you've definitely
1: broken the mold, part of uh, you know the premise of our podcast and and the conversations that you have at the range, I think of you and you know a handful of others in those situations right because we might be at a 3d shoot or something like that but there's always somebody there that you're willing to answer questions you're not the kind of guy that's just like out there giving unsolicited advice either like the advice that you're giving is sound and even if you can't help you know correct whatever it is they got going on at least you're there with your positivity and you're able to kind of uplift them a little bit too so that i've always really appreciated about you and you've always set a really good example for how to be a good pro staffer The Range Podcast is brought to you by Vapor Trail Archery, makers of the best bowstrings money can buy, originators of limb driven arrow rest technology, and innovators of stokerized stabilizer systems. Welcome to the Range, everybody. I'm Ricky Bruley, and I am here in the Vapor Trail studio. Super excited today to talk to a good friend of mine uh, who I've known for as long as I've been at Vapor Trail. He's had numerous contributions to our product uh, lines as far as innovations, ideas, um, things that we can do to improve our products. He's been a part of our promotional staff for well over a decade, maybe even two, who knows. Uh, He's always really good buddies with uh, the former CEO and president of the company, Jared Fondy, and just, again, super proud and happy to have him as a part of our team, and I'm really excited to talk to him today. We've been good friends for a long time. Been to many ATA shows and and uh, told a lot of hunting stories, hanging out, that kind of stuff. So uh, I'm proud to introduce Mr. Frank Welsh. How are you doing,
0: man? We're doing. We're doing. Um, <laughs> well, thank you for that. It's a very gracious introduction. Yeah. Kind of funny though how time flies and and uh, you know, man, you just start to think about all the years that have that, uh, gone by and, and all the situations that we've been in, right. and, and, um, all the people that we've talked to over the years mm-hmm. and, uh, I mean, there's hunting stories. There's just, just so much stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how have you been? You've been, uh, keeping, keeping sane and keeping up with everything.
1: <laughs> yeah. Thanks for asking. It's been, yeah, it's been wild. Uh, just, you know, another busy season is, you know, we're on the, um, just just getting over the hump here from another busy season. This would be my, like, what, 17th or, yeah, 17th busy season here at Vapor Trail. And it never gets any easier, I can tell you that, um, which is good, right, because that means we're growing. And, you know, on top of that with, you know, trying to keep the podcast rolling and then now I've got a family as well, so trying to keep up on that and have a good, you know, work-life balance and all that is – rather challenging, but also, uh, uh, lots of joy in that as
0: well. So yeah, man, things are good. That's good. Yeah. Life, um, definitely keeps moving forward. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, my whole, uh, just to start off with is, uh, my whole hunting journey kind of, kind of began when I was six. My dad is an avid houndsman. He's now 84, Mm -hmm. And he's he's slowed down. He's down to his last dog, Faith. Uh, she's fourteen, and um, but my dad my dad still gets out with some buddies up in Wisconsin, and he goes over and listens to uh, their dogs. Mm. So that's always been kind of a thing for my father. Is he's been a houndsman. I do have a I have a uh, older brother Chris, and he's into waterfowl, and then I kind of gravitated toward archery. And, you know, kind of the big game thing, you know, so, so I'd started when I was six and, you know, and that's running around in the, in the middle of darkness. Cause that was coon hunting. So my, you know, my father did a lot of coon hunting, did a lot of coyote hunting, um, chased bobcat mountain lion and bear over the years. Hmm. And, uh, so my whole, yeah. So my whole introduction to the outdoors began when I was six years old wow. and I'll be fifty six coming up. Oh man, Mark! 50 so, years. I mean, it's kind of, it's, yeah, 50 years 50 of years. outdoor <laughs> exposure. That's amazing. But then, yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. And my whole, um, really my archery didn't, I, I, I remember being like a teenager and I had a recurve and it was my, my, I had a couple cousins that were up and I, I've got a ton of gal cousins. And, uh, so we were running around and I seen a rabbit and I hadn't even really shot the bow much and mm. I shot the rabbit. And it was a double lung, which mm. is great. Cause it stuck there. And of course, you know, as I was like, wow, that's was pretty cool. So, you know, of course cleaned it and stuff. And then we ate that at a, at a later date, but, and then I kind of got away from it. Cause you know, you're, now you're getting into being a teenager and, and my dad wasn't an avid archer. So he was really into, firearms and he built rifles and we had a hundred yard shooting range in the backyard. Mm-hmm. And so I did a lot of hand loading and stuff as a kid. So I had a lot of, uh, uh, rifle exposure. Yeah. Okay. Which really cool. So I got to go out West and, and, um, harvest prairie dogs. And of course we harvest coyotes and raccoon and all that stuff. I mean, my first official harvest was when I was eight and it was with a side by side 410, box side by side 410. It was a youth model that my dad had had um, gotten together, and it was a squirrel. So mm. that was that was pretty cool. So mm. uh, yeah, so it's just kind of um, it's interesting. You know, you get that exposure. I mean, my dad's you know definitely his houndsman ability is. I mean, he's been featured in in articles in Full Cry magazine. And he knew a lot of the the founding fathers for, um, the Walker, uh, breed line, mm-hmm. uh, in the in central United States. And, uh, which was pretty neat. So, and that's, that's one thing I haven't had a lot of exposure to, you know, cause as I became a teenager and then I, I went off to college, I got to go to college for one year, you know, it's, of expensive so um (laughs) i did that so i just i kind of left it but then i would did go on some hunts over the years with my father Mm. Um, that encompassed going out to uh montana and and uh doing the mountain lion thing and and getting that exposure which was really cool yeah (laughs) uh yeah so it's been it's and then i got back into um archery Probably it was, I was in my twenties, so I had kind of a, a late start to that. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of, kind of interesting too, with, um, uh, back in the day, you know, when, when I started into that whole arena of archery, it was very clicky. It was oh. just like there was that group of guys, you know, and they were over the corner and they were really good at it. And, um, and then it, it kind of evolved into, me getting engrossed in it. Cause that's kind of how I am. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to go all in. And that's, yeah. that was when you were in your twenties. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like early
1: twenties. So was the, the, when you were saying clicky, was it, um, was it just like a group of guys that you would run into like at the local outdoor store or was it
0: like yeah. a place you worked or? Yeah, it was at pro shops and, okay. and, uh, Even like when I started, I wanted to, um, you know, interested in 3D and all that fun stuff. And I was, I had zero knowledge. I had a a neighbor, uh, Jim Larson. He had a a Fredbear whitetail hunter bow, and he let me use that, which it was really interesting. That bow, I could not get that thing to shoot for (laughs) Disney. It's like... You know, fifteen, ten to fifteen yards was is on, but then twenty there was this I just had some weird movement with it, mm-hmm. but then I'd go out to thirty and everything would be back in there. Hmm. And of course, being a total novice, I didn't know where to go and how to do it. Mm-hmm. That's when I started approaching people and trying to get to know, and then I started hearing about, Well, that guy's on staff and this one is and then uh, and you'd go and approach them and they were very standoffish. It mm-hmm. was just kinda like this is our little thing, you know. Mm, yeah. So that was kind of, you know, segueing to like uh, my introduction to pro staff, Mm. Um, which was, which was kind of, kind of interesting. So I started getting more engrossed with it and I've, you know, got to know a good bunch of guys. And then that came into some opportunities with the local pro shops because I was frequenting uh, those pro shops a lot. We'll be right back.
1: Hey everybody, Ricky Bruley here, Vapor Trail. We're really excited about some new features that we've just added to the Gen Integrate X Limb Driver Aero Wrap. previous model that we had had the micro adjust knob that stuck out and so it made it difficult to remove these one piece low pro quiver from Matthews. We've eliminated that knob and now it's an Allen key that you would use to make that adjustment. We thinned up the area here where the activation cord is as well. We really squeezed it in about a quarter of an inch. It's a little bit lower profile, so now you don't have any issues with the low profile quiver comes off nice and easy. And you also have of course the added feature of the integrated mounting system so you can mount the arrow rest right to the rail on the riser of the bow. Additional features include new markings that differentiate your locking screws from your windage and elevation screws. All Vapor Trail Arrow rests have a free floating head, providing more forgiveness and greater downrange accuracy. No need for a bow press. Simply tie the activation cord to the limb and say goodbye to interference with cam timing caused by cable-driven arrow rests. The new and improved GI-8X is available and ready to ship. Trust the originators of limb-driven technology and head over to our website at vaportrailarchery.com or stop into your local archery pro shop to get yours today.
0: One guy I met. Uh, was um, Dan Kruger mm. and his, and his, you know, then learning uh, a lot from not only Dan, but then his father, Wayne, Wayne yeah. and also uh, Joe Kruger. And now to this day, I, I hunt with them. We hunt in Illinois every single year. I've been going down there since the late nineties, mm-hmm. probably eight, I believe. So, and, and that is, if anybody ever gets any opportunity, <laughs> and you can hunt in Illinois during the rut, it is absolutely phenomenal. It is, oh, I look so forward to that every single year because mm-hmm. it is just a hoot. And uh, so, but at that time, you know, I was kind of, you know, watching those guys shoot because you know, I still hadn't really found my niche and, and, and found how to do this. Yeah. Yeah. So I just watch, you know, Wayne was very methodical and he was actually very good. He was top ranked in the state uh and in wisconsin and both danny and joey and and all that too was i mean back in the day there was a crew of like 20 guys that when they would show up to a shoot people were just like oh great you know mm-hmm. there. so that so there was uh sunrise sporting goods and then that was the compound doctor down in in minnesota mm-hmm. and uh and uh, we had got a really good bunch but it was Methodical of watching Wayne, how he approached the line, how he set himself, how he grabbed his arrow, how he knocked his arrow. Archery is repetition. You know, you have to micromanage your movement and process. You want it repeatable because that's the whole thing. It's you repeat that shot. Mm -hmm. So it was fun to watch someone who was very methodical. Yeah so and then that translated over into me starting to figure that stuff out it's just not flinging an arrow there's a whole process to it right yeah so it was just really cool and and uh you know as then i started you know harvesting some animals with the with bow and and uh you know definitely the magical flight of the arrow that's that's a whole thing Mm -hmm. and it's uh you know, you, once you get involved with it, it gets, it gets in your blood, it gets under your skin and then you, you can't shake it for nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's always going to be, yeah. Right. So, yeah. So that just kind of brings me into, you know, doing some hunting and getting more involved and kind of, I, I, then I got some opportunities to be shooting through the local archery store, uh, compound doctor. And, and I got to represent, different companies. And one of the things that I told myself is that I want to be approachable. I want to pass on this fun, this absolute, you know, blissful endeavor onto anyone who has any interest in it at all. And, uh, that's a premise that has stuck, you know, with me to present day. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't, if anybody out there, I mean, you're going to social media, it's just Frank Welsh. You can see me on Instagram. You can see me on Facebook. You can IM me. Um, any questions that you have, anything about equipment? Um, it's just, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to hinder anybody. I want everybody to be out there and enjoying what I enjoy because it's just, and it's not, it's not just the harvest. It's just, it's. I, I love the whole process of, you know, you know, doing 3ds and stuff. I did a lot of tournament stuff throughout the years, and all of that was just for me to be, be a better shot so I can be ethical in the process of sending an arrow in and in, into an animal. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's why, you know, did all that and s-
1: still try to do. Yeah. And I would say that, um, you know, you've definitely broken the mold. You know, there's still a lot of, um, people like that, you know, a lot of pros and stuff that, you know, don't really give you the time of day. You know, and in some situations, you know, I've been to some shoots and things like that, and I get it, right? Like they don't, they don't want to get in their head or what. You know, they're very focused, and so they're, they're doing their thing. But you know, part of you know the premise of our podcast and and the conversations that you have at the range, you know, um, I think of you and you know a handful of others in those situations, right? Because we might be at a three D shoot or something like that, but there's always somebody there that you're willing to answer questions. If you're, you know what I mean? And you're not, you're not the kind of guy that's just like out there giving unsolicited advice either. Like the advice that you're giving is sound. And, you know, if you see somebody struggling, you're always there to, to, you know, either, even if you can't help, you know, correct whatever it is they got going on, at least you're there with your positivity and you're able to kind of uplift them a little bit too. So that, uh, that I've always really appreciated about you and, and, uh, you know, you've always set a really good example for how to be a good, a good pro staffer. And um, yeah. So, I mean, for those, for anybody who's out there that has, you know, any interest in that, Frank's social media page is definitely a place to go
0: and see how it should be done. Well, you're way too kind, <laughs> but I guess that, that's, I mean, you're touching on something that cause I'll, I'll get a, a few people that reach out, you know, throughout the year and just ask like, well, how do you, I become, on a field staff or a pro staff, or how do I represent a company? You know, what's, you know, how should I approach that? And I'm Mm -hmm. like, those are really good question. I'm glad you're asking that. I I think there's a misconception of like, you're just getting free stuff, right? Right. Um, You should never, you should never approach any company without you fully believing in it, Right. right? In the company. I mean, it's just, I've met a lot of people over the years that, that's their thing they just they just hop around and they're in it for the free stuff and mm-hmm. for that particular moment in time um i mean i'm very proud to say i mean i've remembered jared uh working out of his home and and i met him i think it was at i think it was at the compound doctor and this was in the late 80s early 90s mm-hmm. you know there's 93 so i mean i've known <clears throat> you know jared you know, since the very start and, um, you know, and, and, um, having that introduction to jump on field staff and having that interaction with a person who was so knowledgeable and, um, you know, talk about, <laughs> you know, precise and, you know, a, you know, thinking and analytical and really trying to build something that's absolutely perfect, mm-hmm for the end user, for anybody who's buying the product. I mean, we had lots of discussions in the early, early start of things. And, um, which was really cool. I mean, I, you know, I'm, it's, it's weird in the moment. You're not thinking like, you know, 20 years from now or 30 years from now, I'll be reflecting on, wow. You know, I guess I did, I did see this from the very beginning, but I think, I think those, those connections that I had, <clears throat> you know, because and that—that's one thing. In the early days, all of the companies that I was affiliated with, and still affiliated with, some of them is—is is that I knew the owners. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got to you know, I'd, call, I'd you know, I'd call them from the blind or from the stand, and say, you know, I'm out here, and here's some examples of what I'm seeing, you know, and give them some real time input. And you, as a staffer, you—and again, just kind of circling back to the whole you know what's expected. It's like you need to believe in the product and you need to, you know, you need to ask, you know, what are the guidelines, what are you looking for? And then try to exceed those guidelines. Mm -hmm. Try to actually go above and beyond. It's actually so awesome now with social media because you can you can post and you can do things real time and you know and then the company can see what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So nowadays I mean, it's very trackable. So, you know, if you're lucky enough to get on a field staff, make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to and even take it to another level. Right. And that's where people start to shy away and they're like, well, I don't have the time. You know, it's like, well, if you got to, you know, if they're asking for, you know, people to come and help at a booth or, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a, um, like a lot of the pro shops, they'll just have like customer appreciation stuff. You know, even if they don't ask for that, you know, go, you know, show some initiative, get out there, go to it's, if you, if you know like a one archery or, or uh, archery country or whatever, where all these different pro shops, like in Minnesota, Mm -hmm. just give examples there. Right. You know, even though you're not, you don't have an official, you know, booth there, but you're you can go there, you can ask the owner, like, hey, is it cool that I come here and and you know help you interact with customers and also help promote some of the stuff that I believe in. Yeah. And they're not gonna say no. Mm-hmm. They can always use their bodies there. And then <laughs> right. you can post it, you know, and, and Ricky, you know, you're you're the <laughs> you're the man now with, with, with the pro staff stuff. So then that's immediately you're going, Oh, all right, so you they're doing stuff, or I didn't even think that there was anything going on because it's it's hard to know what each pro shop is doing mm-hmm. because they just do it on the fly. And it's all situational, too. So, you yeah. know, it's like, okay, this is the time of year. <laughs> you know, the rut's coming up in November, and and things are going to really start getting crazy for all the shops, so they might all have something going on the same weekend. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to flex and be everywhere. Right. But you as a pro staffer can be engaged in what the company is doing yeah. and it's not it, i don't, there's not any company that's going to be discouraged and be mad like well oh, why are they calling me and you know right. of course they're, they're going to want that presence mm-hmm. i mean it's you know so again believing in the product don't expect anything for free i mean you you should already have knowledge of the product before you even contact mm-hmm. you know buy the stuff you use it for a couple years and then if it's something you really like then you go for it and then it, it'll be even cooler too. Like you'll be able to, to get involved with product development and, and um, you know, get asked to, you know, you get kind of insider trade information mm-hmm. at times, which is really fun, you know, yeah. cause you get to see what's coming out because you're hearing feedback from other users, other archery peeps out there like, Oh, I wish they would do this. I wish they would do that. And you just kind of like smile mm-hmm. and it's like, eh, things are happening, but I can't say nothing right now. Yeah. So, you know, in the back, we had this. What you're doing it's like We're here. We hear you, mm-hmm. and that's what you're. And that's what you're spokesman for the company. But you're also, you are helping develop the product.
1: Yeah, and I want to go back to a little bit about you know you had mentioned a misconception, right? And so another mm-hmm. one is is and I and I get applications all the time where guys are like, yeah, I shot this deer and this animal and that animal and. Those are great. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. So keep those coming. Mm-hmm. But what's important, mostly, and unfortunately, in this day and age, a social media presence is is a is a given. Uh, mm-hmm. I know there's certain some people that choose not to go onto social media, and I respect that. But that's where mm-hmm. you can have the biggest impact as a pro staffer. I guess it depends because I still have you know we've we've got a handful of guys on staff that have been on for you know, for as long as I've been with vapor trail and I know these guys are out in the community. I know that they're at the range. I know that they're talking to people. They may not have a social media presence, but I know they're getting out there. And, and the reason I know that is because I have customers come my way and say, Oh, Hey, I was talking to so-and-so at this shoot or that, or, you know, cause I always mm-hmm. tell them, make sure you let them know that if they come to us for something that they give you a shout out so that, so that we know, Uh, But that's, that's a big thing. You, You don't necessarily have to be out there killing everything or, you know, winning a bunch of tournaments. You just have to be out there and you have to be shooting the product and promoting the product, representing yourself in a positive way. And again, like answering questions, but then also asking questions. If you know, if you don't know something, you never want to tell somebody something you don't know you know? And so it's yeah. one of those things where I always tell guys like, Hey, if you're not sure about it, it's okay for you to say, you know what? I'm not sure, but let me find out. And exactly. then, and then you, you know, cause I think people respect that. I think they really would. And some people I think get a little hung up on um, I don't know if it's pride or whatever, but they just get nervous about, you know, Oh, well I'm on a promotional staff, but maybe, you know, it's, it might be embarrassing because I don't know a, 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 a very specific detail about a product. And so right. again, um, in this industry and what I found out is that there'll be guys that'll actually test you. I, I learned that in working in pro shops all the time, guys oh, will yeah. ask you questions just to see what you know, to see if, sure. if you, if you qualify to work on their bow or, you know, something like that. And there's nothing worse than misleading somebody
0: and telling them <laughs> some information that you don't know about. Yeah. No, I think what you're what you were saying just you know prior to that is like, yeah, it's great that you can harvest all these animals, like you were saying. But I mean, like I've been fortunate enough to travel around the country and you know out to New Zealand and stuff too. Very fortunate, and um, I try to get like if I try I pull my bow out, you know, when I'm talking to people, you know, if I'm in a you know, I stop at a gas station or, you know, I'm running and getting something and I, cause if I, you know, cause I've got vapor trail stuff. I mean, the quit, your crying on the back people. I get more stuff just yesterday, mm-hmm. you know, they, they comment on that. Where is that from? What does that mean? And so then I, I stop and I explain, here's the deal. You know, it's, it's, here's what it is, this, that, and the other, but like, especially on the hunts, when I have my bow with me, I'll take it out. I will hand it to them. And if we're in a situation where they can shoot the bow and it fits them, you know, cause then I'll, I'll explain, you know, cause if, you know, some people don't know that there's what, what's draw length and what's poundage and what's let off and, you know, is this important or not? And it's, you know, so we go through that whole thing. So if they're able to shoot, I let them shoot my stuff here, I'll put it in your hands, you know, which a lot of people are totally shocked, you know, because that is, you know, your, your bow is your baby, <laughs> Yeah, you know, get it dialed in, you know, as well as I do, you don't want people fiddling with it, mm-hmm. but there's some tutelage, you know, you know, you want to get it in their hands. You want to show them stuff. I'll even have, I'll have just kind of like miscellaneous products. I have, you know, if anything were to fail, I've got backup stuff or I have it for other people on the trip. So I have samples basically that I can take out and, you know, here it is and this is what it is. And, and, um, and go through the whole spiel of what I know. And again, what you're saying, you know, never, I, and I've done that. I've tested people. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've gone in pro shops, pro shops. And, but the thing is, it's not like I'm going to be mean about it. Yeah. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just then say, Hey, well really here's how this, you know, works mm-hmm. and here's really where the adjustments are and this, that, and the other. And I'll help educate. Oops, sorry. I'll help educate them so that they can, learn something from it. Cause it's not like I want to scold them. Yeah, for that, but yeah, I've, I've seen other people do that and that's not, yeah, that, that's just not cool. So, you know, at least help educate them so that they can, you know, use that product proficiently and to its ability and not actually either underusing the product or overusing it. I mean, there's tolerances to everything that's torquing mm-hmm. nuts and bolts down. I mean, on the rest, we know people. You know, just put the old monkey grip to it and try to see if I can shear the bolt all the way through the other side. It's like, well, nothing's made for that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and if you don't know, that's fine. I've, you know, my, my former career was I worked 33 years in the health industry and I ended up being a project manager and there's a lot of moving parts of that. So one of my big things is like, you know what? I don't know but I know who to contact and I'll get back to you with that. Yeah. Yeah. So not even in the field, if I, you know, I was like, Hey, I'm a social media or, you know, how can I get a hold of you? Mm-hmm. You know, I'll text you or whatever you want. Once I know. Yeah. because out West, out in Nebraska. I used to go out there a lot and, you know, out in Illinois and out in other places. I, I mean, I'm always happy to answer any question you can. IM me. I mean, I love this time of year. Um, I'm, I'm kind of in a situation I had a had a bad fall here three years ago and we're gonna have another podcast on all of that um, I you know shattered my calcaneus, and I've had four surgeries in three years three and a half so and I'm actually just mending from it I just had mine on the, my fourth surgery on August 7th so and that that is kind of a tree stand related deal so but we'll get into all of that um, at a later date which kind of a bummer so now I, I basically I put out i have people contacting me anyways because i still want to be involved yeah uh is there no they'll be in illinois um i'll be pestering them every single day how's (laughs) it going i I see your body's conditions are this way how about have are you down in this stand or have you thought about doing this because i I, and that's the thing too i want everybody to be successful because you know anybody who puts effort into being the best that they can be at anything Mm -hmm. i want to help yeah, I, I, cause I know what it's like, I know what it's like to not know. I mean, the, there's so much information out there now it's, and it's at your fingertips where back in the day you really had to search. I mean, I drove for miles just to talk to people Yeah, to figure things out. So this is really nice. I mean, so as a pro staffer, you can do a lot of cool stuff, you know, put and if you, the more you put yourself out there that it's, it's, people are going to recognize it. People are going to take notice Yeah, and, and want to be, they'll want you, they'll seek you out, you know? And, uh, yeah. So just getting back to that, to that whole thing is, you know, you may not know the product, but you can always say, Hey, you know what? And people are going to respect you. You know, I'll find out, I'll let you know, or you know what? You can go to their website and it's all explained out there. So I don't want to speak out of turn. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and that's, what's nice too is, you know, if you just give them the link or it's like, here, I'll send it to you because I have stuff saved on my phone so I can just do it right away. Yeah. Um, you know, that'll help bail you out too. I mean, sure. it's, it's always good to take a refresher course too. And as a pro staffer, I mean, try to know the product. Um, you know, if, I'm sure they could, you know, reach out to you and you give them a spiel or someone mm-hmm. within the organization or just go to the website. Yeah. That type of stuff or reach out to other pro staffers you know, but you got to show initiative. That's mm-hmm. kind of, we're kind of just circling all back to, you know, what a pro staffing environment is. So it's like, you got to be present, you know, you, you know, if you can, if you can go to shoots or be involved, you just have to be involved and you got to be able to show that you're, you're doing something. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's fair because yeah, if you can get a, a deal on some equipment as a field staffer, I mean, that's, that's fantastic. It'll help you out. Yeah. And then also too, it, it's pretty cool to, uh, you know, get in the evolution of, of different things. You know, I've got a, you know, some of the early stuff for, Oh yeah. rest development, you know, <clears throat> limb driven stuff and get it in there. There you go. Yeah.
1: Now is that a, is that an old tiger tuff that was converted? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Retro retrofitted. Yeah. So that's going mm-hmm. to the up position, um, before that even happened. And then we've got even on a, uh,
1: Oh yeah, that's the Botec specific one, isn't it? Yeah, I believe so. From back in the early 2000s, some relics. Frank's got some yeah, relics there.
0: Yeah, I, I, I've got some stuff, and it, you know, and it's it's pretty cool. I mean, I've been able to, you know, like with um, you know Black Gold, you know, the Rear View sight that they had on there, I I developed that. Yeah, you know, with Ben to get that going. S4 gear. When they were doing some that's stuff, right. yeah, the vinyl uh, harness. Yeah, I got involved with that, and and because uh, I'm I'm kind of a, a geeky guy too, <laughs> so my brain is always trying to think of better solutions for things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that, Rick. I mean, we oh, talked yeah. over the years to kind of, you know, how can we make this better? What's where is this failing, or you know what what are the next steps? Yeah. You know, because because that's the thing. You know, you product always evolves, and you know it's kind of kind of cool to brainstorm with other guys that are involved with that and are trying to to get that journey you know continued because it's there's really never an end to it yeah and you've always been a great source
1: for you know if, if we're having a challenge or something that we can't quite you know figure out we had had a conversation when you were here for the pro shop grand opening and between me and you and glenn having conversations and then kind of down the road while I was you know having um you know conversations with Rory that's what's developed our uh current or well our new version of our quick disconnect for Stokerized which still is not Mm -hmm. available yet we're still working on it we just want to make sure we work out all the kinks but it's those conversations that made it what it is and so I also want to, before we go too far, I wanted to go back a little bit again and talk about the pro staff stuff. And this isn't to say that I was like ever the perfect pro staffer, but I always, I was with BoTech for quite some time and I always kind of tried to emulate what I did off of what you did. And, uh, and I remember always just kind of looking at it like, as if it was a job in a way where in treating it the same way where like, you know, you, you always want to kind of go above and beyond. You want to kind of work your way up. And I, and I think it's important to kind of start at a point, you know, and work your way up to something. Cause I get this a lot where, you know, with the influx of, um, influencers now that are out there, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I get like probably one request a week and a lot of them are just going straight to money. And I'm like, <laughs> Okay, look yeah. at their social media presence, and you know they and 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 one misconception too is like I don't care if you have thirty thousand followers if only a mm-hmm. hundred of those followers engage with your content, you have a hundred followers, not thirty thousand followers, so that's one thing that I pay attention to, and uh you don't necessarily um you know just because you have a lot of followers doesn't make you a quality candidate for uh, you know, to represent our product, especially if, like you said before, you're not currently shooting our product. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, you're out there searching for a way to survive with your shooting abilities. Uh, Mm -hmm. and then, but then I'll usually kind of spin it and say, Hey, you know, it's great. Your content is awesome. Um, but let's kind of, let's, let's back it up a little bit and let's start, let's start here. Like, how about I get you some product, you know, and, um, you know, we're going to, we're going to run a discount on it. It's not going to be free, but we'll get, you know, we'll get you a discount on the product. You can use it, see what you think about it. Um, you know, we'll see what kind of content you create with it, that sort of thing. And a lot of times then it's just, it's either crickets chirping because I'm, you know, because they, they feel like their value is higher than that and that's okay. But again, it's like baby steps, right? Like you, you don't just go to a company and, be, you know, some people become a CEO, but that's probably because they work their way up in a previous company. So yeah, you start kind of small and you work your way up. You know, I, I, I want people to prove themselves. And, mm-hmm. um, and so, and sometimes that doesn't take long. You know, I've got some um, staffers that have been on for half a season and they've already put out more content than some guys would do in five years, you know? And so I'm real quick sure. to shift them and put them in a position um, where now, you know, you're there, they're more or less earning, uh, the product, but it's not just that it's, it, again, it's representing the product, understanding it, taking the initiative to know how the product works and, and, you know,
0: never misleading anybody. So, uh, absolutely. Well, and I, I think that's a very good thing to bring up is that you have to be in it for the right reasons. Um, this is a passion the outdoors I mean is a passion for me mm-hmm. and I know it is for you yeah I, you know, and there's there's people you meet and you and you you know you you understand their vibe and uh you know and good fits and that's things that in the past with Jared we had people that would come up to the booth and stuff and I remember I'm not going to mention who it was but I I know who you're going to talk about here. I looked at Jared once this individual walked away, and I said, "If you put him on staff, I am so gone." (laughs) Just just, that encounter, and and it proved out over the years that yeah, he was kind of a flash in the pan. Mm -hmm. Uh, He he, I think he may be doing some guiding out in California. (laughs) so which is fine but it's just i mean the misinformation that that one individual you know was talking about while we are i just i looked at jared jared looked at me and and i just said that he just started laughing so hard i mean it was fun to get jared to break character a little bit Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) these things again you just have to be in it because i i don't look at it like i'm gonna get money i've never wanted money You know if anything if i got product that was that was it you know i refused a few times with even um helping companies out just even uh, you know website stuff and and uh, just asking for information what do you think frank and and uh and i i've refused it Mm -hmm. it's like no need you know i don't need compensation you know so i mean i've i've always kind of i've been a consultant in the outdoor industry, mm-hmm. uh, with not having a consultant business with it, Right. but I think help you know with with how I am, my 33 years in the healthcare industry and doing project management and and understanding all the moving pieces that this kind of segued and and you know into you know helping companies out. I mean, just like clam packaging, you know, when you guys were trying to get your first clam packaging stuff yeah. and. I mean, people don't understand how hard that is, you know, to, you know, how is this going to look on the shelf and how many can we stack, you know, in and on the displays and will it be goofy tipped? And, you know, so I remember you guys going through some of that, looking at some of it and giving a little, little bit of feedback, mm-hmm. later, but um, I, it just, it's gotta be in your blood and it, and you gotta keep, I, it's that whole, like your passion and your job, mm-hmm. you know about that. Yeah. You know? It's like, i love this to be the greatest thing so you don't want it to be a job but yet you want it to be the passion and you want to be engaged in it Yeah, because you want to give this to other people Mm -hmm. you want them to have the best outdoor experience with their equipment because you know everybody's dollar counts right and just try to put the best product out there
1: yeah and i never wanted to i always wanted to represent you know what i mean so anytime there was a request oh, to, to, <laughs> you know, maybe work at Cabela's event or something like that. Like I couldn't do them all, but I would try to do as many as I could. And then I mm-hmm. got to a point where I, w- I was simply just too busy. And I, you know, I just reached out and said, you know, I, I don't, I don't think I can, you know, effectively represent the company anymore. I was still shooting the product, but it was like, I just right. don't, I, I'm, I'm too busy right now and I don't want to take advantage um, and so, and despite that they kept me on, you know, for the next mm-hmm. couple of years, um, yeah. uh, cause then they moved to a three-year contract, but then, um, two years in, then they started having a greater focus on, you know, target archers and youth archers. And, um, so then, you know, and again, I wasn't doing a whole, you know, I wasn't, um, doing what a pro staffer should do. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I think, and then they were just like, okay, you know, we want to make some room for some up and comers. And so we regret to inform mm-hmm. you. And I was like, no, that's great because, you know, I was already kind of going down that road anyways. You know, if I can't represent the company the way that I feel they deserve, then I, then I don't want to, you know, I I don't want to do it. So, um, right. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. And to your point, you know, when you said, you know, you know, I treat it like a job in the sense that. You know, I I want to do the best that I can do, but I but I don't want it to be the kind of job where it's like stressful and and there's anxiety involved, or there's yeah. or there's anything where you know it, it feels like you know um, my bucket's no longer full, right? Like you still wanna, mm-hmm. it's got to be fun, and that's that's the big part about it. So yeah, um, so I yeah, I don't want to
0: say like treat it like a job in that respect, but oh no 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 yeah, yeah. and that's but that's where when it's money and it's your livelihood, then it's That's where it can get, you know. Now, now you, you, you have to. It it, it just puts a different. uh, I guess it just puts a different. It puts stress on it, Mm -hmm. which it should not. Not hunting. Not not the outdoors. Not not something that you love to go, you know, out in the northern part of Minnesota and the Boundary Waters and and all that. You want to just like, oh, I just I want to do this. Ooh, this would be really cool. And oh, I got an idea. Right. That's the type of stuff. And that's even like with my my state that I'm in right now, I know that I've wanted to do so much more and I'm going to figure some things out uh, up until I'm really being able to, you know, be an outdoor presence, just, just to be able to drive anywhere. I can't even drive right now. So, um, but I want to be more engaged in what I am. It's killing me not being able to interact with people and, and uh, be that engaged. So I'm just trying to do what I can um, on social media. So I guess that's a, that's a nice thing about social media, um, an instant messenger and all that stuff is, again, I'm, I'm still able to connect with people and do stuff. So, right. Which is a great segue because, you know, I'm, I'm a techie person, but I mean, good Lord, you know, like, you know, you, you get on all the other platforms, Snapchat and TikTok and all that. It's like, well, I don't want to go down that road. Mm-hmm. Instagram and Facebook is plenty for me. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, at this point, but you know, but I and, and kind of leading back to what you're saying too, is you know it's it's hard too because companies do need to evolve, and if there are simple tools, I mean that's something that we all should start adapting as a field staffer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know some of us are just so technologically handcuffed, right um, again, like you're saying, if you're still having people that are coming on and saying, yeah, well, you know, Frank sent me over here. I mean, that helps. Yeah. Because that's the thing is if you don't have any, if you're not hearing that or being able to see, that's really on the staffer and not you. Mm-hmm. So the staffer has to take the responsibility to be seen. Yep. And however that is, whether it's, you know, vocally through other people coming into the shop Or, you know, seeing you in passing say, yep, you know, I saw such and such at such and such event, you know, that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you can just go up and pull up Frank and here's all that stuff that he did for the year and great, either great or not great. (laughs) So, and that's the thing too. And I know we talk about products and things like that behind the scenes that we can't even talk about yet. Mm -hmm. So, also you know what I'm doing or not doing stuff too, Mm -hmm. but it is, it's, it's important. I, I think. And we do bring value. Pro staffers bring huge value, yep. but I know we can be a huge boat anchor to a company as well.
1: Some some guys are more work than it's worth. Let's put it that way, yeah. guys and gals. Where it, you know it's more of a hindrance on you know my ability to do my
0: job and and promote stuff. And, it, and it's not just Vapor Trail. It's not just Vapor Trail because I've talked to reps. I have talked to you know various companies, and it's like it's a it's a blessing and a curse yeah you know it's just you know and, and again you got to write out situations there's gonna be something that's like well no actually they did a good job and, this and that. But there's there's always things that come up throughout the year that you're just like oh it's just is this really worth it or not mm-hmm. and that's where you know as a pro staffer again you know normally you're trying to get someone who's very you know Socially and and an and, and interactive person because you have to be able to speak and present yourself and 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 uh, that you know act accordingly. So you, and sometimes people they have that ability and sometimes you know they might have some of it. So mm-hmm. just the whole process and 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 all that and that's over the course of time and that's where as a company you look and you go yeah no well we'll see what happens here because I see potential. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm a staff member. Anybody that has any questions, that's a staff member call. Yeah. Engage. You know, we're we're a team. You know, so, but you have to put that on yourself Mm -hmm. as a staff member. You know, you you, if you want to be better, then reach out. Yeah. And do because you don't want to be a hint. That's one thing I've always wanted, and I've always said to myself, "Is like." I want to always exceed the expectations of any company that I've ever been affiliated with. I really do. I really, I really strive to do more. I think if you do that, you're just, there's never going to be a problem. And I've developed relationships that I've had for 20, 30 years, which is pretty cool. Yeah, Sad to say that because it's just like so much time has passed by (laughs) getting grayer. And Mm -hmm. that's just how it is. But yeah. No, it's just um if you want to do it, I mean, reach out. I mean, I don't want to be all doom and gloom and and all that, but yeah. again, with social media, I mean, everybody's getting, you know, especially the younger generation are getting so good with that. Mm-hmm. But don't 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 go into it like I'm going to make a ton of money. It's like you may you may down the road, mm-hmm. but I don't think you should push any company that you're like that you don't have any knowledge about it and you have never used it. Um you, you should you should have already had it in your hands. You know about the product, and you know you put yourself out there. Like, hey, I would be honored to represent your company. That and that's you are an ambassador of that company, mm-hmm. and you're an ambassador of the sport. Yep. baby steps. <laughs>
1: baby steps. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, grinding and and away. and the motivation that it takes to you know and the enthusiasm that 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 one may have that gives them the thinking that they can start at the top is great. That will move mm-hmm. you to the top very quickly, yep. you know? Yep. And so again, yeah, just, just baby steps. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that brings us to the end of this episode. Huge. Thanks, Frank. I really appreciate all your time and, you know, look forward to having you on again. We've got some more, some, some
0: more stuff we want to talk about. So don't be a stranger. Absolutely. man. Well, thank you. And, um, uh, I'm just happy to be a, a part of the team. I uh, always have been, it's nothing that I take lightly. So yeah, thank you for really giving me the opportunity just, just to have a voice. Certainly,
1: man. Certainly. We, we appreciate you for sure. And, uh, so yeah, uh, if you want to find us, the range podcast, you can find us on Instagram and on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram at Ricky Wayne 80 and on Facebook at Ricky W Bruley. And don't forget to head over to the Vapor Trail YouTube channel. If you like the video, give it a thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe and also hit that bell so you can be up to date on all things archery. And with that, we are going to pack up our bows and we're hitting the range. Have a good day, everybody. VaporTrail trail is now offering an exclusive discount to the range podcast listeners enter promo code trp15 that's t r p 15 at checkout for 15 percent off vtx bowstrings and vapor trail and stokerize branded t-shirts hats and other gear